For NFT newbies and OGs in Web3 alike, welcome to the Women in Web3 podcast sponsored by Weld Recruiting. I'm your host, Carly Long, and I'm super excited to help break down the barriers to entry in the space and introduce you to some leaders who are doing truly amazing things. So let's dive in. And Archer, welcome to the Women in Web3 podcast. We are so excited to chat with you today. You do a ton in this space, so I'm excited to dive in. Give us a little background on who you are, what you do, what are your number of titles that you want to call out, um, yeah. and and let's dive in. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, my name is Amanda. I um, am the CEO of Women of the Metaverse, and we've recently um, been promoting a new collection called the First Eight Wives Club. So that's sort of our first big project in the NFT space that we're getting to know everyone and getting to know what the what the you know world of web3 needs to make a successful project um i come from an entertainment background i i originally was a publicist for many years here in los angeles came from australia and moved out here working with a lot of the really well-known entertainment names in um in the business in uh like a lot of world exclusive media negotiation and um big you know big interview productions and things like that so coming from that space and watching how the media has transformed over the past say 12 years in particular it's had like such a huge shift and um you know watching that and being you know very um very close to to it all needing to know what is happening for my clients and um, when I saw the Web3 space come in, I just saw it as such a great opportunity to transition, you know, everything that I'm doing into that space early so that, you know, we've, you know, a little bit ahead of the curve because I feel like sometimes, you know, I've missed that boat in my younger years, you know, because I was still learning my business, but it was exciting to see this one open up and it was at the right time for me to sort of jump in and use my skills from that industry and bring them over here. That's really cool. I don't know that we've had anyone who has a PR specific background yet. Maybe one other person, but I feel like when people hear Web3, they kind of think like, oh, you must have a tech job. Yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> and, I would be in tech ever in my life, actually. I went yeah. when, I finished, when I finished high school, I did go to college and I started studying tech. But I mean, I, I dropped out of that after a couple of weeks. I think I pretended to be there for a good six months, but I was not so interested and um, it's so funny to like, you know, come all this way through my career and end up in this space. But to tell you the truth, it's the most exciting space that I've experienced and um, to be able to merge, you know, what people uh, want to read and experience and just knowing what those trends are and being able to sort of match it with some tech and in my you know particular space of knowledge is really cool. Yeah, it's really starting, I think, to level the playing fields of like, no matter what industry you're working in, you can kind of start crossing over if you just take that leap and kind of dive in. So I'm curious, did you hear about Web3 through any of your PR clients? Were yeah. any of them like, hey, Amanda, I bought this board ape? Or, um... Well, actually, I, I started seeing the hype around the board ape and a bunch of them at the time, it was, you know, it was like October a year ago. So that was when it was like very hot, you know, everybody was talking about it. And a friend of mine bought a board ape. My other, another girlfriend of mine was, you know, talking about NFT a lot. And so I just, 
sort of started looking into it. It was something I could not understand. It'd been a long time since I couldn't understand something. So, Ditto. <laughs> uh, so it was kind of cool to like dive in and start, you know, like sort of learning something that was so new and raw that you know you couldn't learn from somebody else. And like, so we kind of are like the, you know, the, the trailblazers of, you know, burning ourselves and, you know, getting to great heights and all these sort of things. So I feel that, you know, it's a pretty, um, it's a, you know, it's been a fast learning curve, but very, very steep and very exciting. Where did you go to first learn or what resources did you lean on to even begin <laughs> learning yeah. the acronyms or, or like how to set up a wallet or how to mint yeah. an NFT? You know what? I just like setting up the wallet. I just did it. Do you know what I mean? I got the app and like, if everybody else can do it, we should all be able to do it. Right. But it seems scary at the time. And it just seems like so much more than, um, you know, what, once you start the process, you know, you know, you're going to get through it. It's like something like, I don't know if you've, you know, uh, paperwork or, you know, government processes, they're all these things that we don't want to do, but they're actually designed for every person to be able to do it. It's just something, you know, that, you know, you just have to get into. And yeah, so I just did it. And, um, and through learning, uh, like what generation was with art, I mean, I just started like, I mean, my mind was just boggled. So I was just in this like very strategic learning curve of like, if that goes with that, you know, like, I know, I just sort of worked it out. And then as far as learning about like, what's happening in the marketplace, and, and, um, and what needs, you know, what successful projects are, and um what they're offering you know I was going to a lot of just like Instagram accounts um hearing from friends like I would get into a lot of conversations with people I knew in the space um reading a lot of articles lots of articles but like short quick stuff because I feel like you know if um if you you know if you get a lot of the short bites you can start to like uh design that in your own brain and a lot of the things that other projects were doing I didn't see as very um business savvy so I kind of came up with my own version of what I felt would be good for my community um so not no disrespect to anybody else because the art's amazing and all of this but there's only so much art we can handle in the space and keep it you know keep it trading and so with the first eight wives club I was like you know what all my friends we don't they don't understand nft they're like me so I designed um, a program with um, for in real life. So it's like we've got a you know a lifestyle hotel um, program that rivals like the Black Amex program with all the best consultants in the world, and we've got this whole setup. And that was something that everybody wanted in real life. You know, when you travel, you want an upgrade, you know, you want this, you want access to a party, you want access to ticketing or a celebrity or whatever it is. We were doing that in our business. Um, but how do we then like, you know, show Web3 to our people? And so it was sort of like a merge of like, here's an in real life um, benefits program, but it's built on Web3 technology. The NFT is the access. It also has the art component, acts like a share in our company and our brand and but automatically it gives you this value in real life that a lot of people who aren't Web3 savvy yet can be like, well, for that much money, I can buy this NFT and it gives me all these membership programs that, you know, if I do it with Black Amex, it's $2,000 a year and they can see, they can feel the value, you know, like you kind of yeah. give it to them in a way of like, you know what this costs in real life and 
trend, you know, so it's sort of like a web 2.5 right now and um, we're merging and, um, but we've got plans to also do the gaming and, and the metaverse later down the track. And um, we've also got like a, another program we're announcing in the new year, um, which will be really exciting to complete this web three play of black, you know, of a membership card. And um, yeah, so we're just sort of trying to like build out with something that you can like tangible right now. And then, we'll build it into the web three space as people sort of transition with us as, you know, as much as we can do in a nice way that feels comfortable and at the right time and things like that. But we've got plans for it all. Oh, I love it. Do you use the NFT as a ticket to get into the different events or the hotels? Um, Is it something that they show on their phone? Um, Well, if you think of it like, okay, you'll have um, access to all of our consultants and that you'll need your membership card number, Mm. you know, when you call up and you say, hey, I want to book this, um, you know, you'll use that membership card, your NFT number, um, and and that will qualify you. So when you book through us, we get like with over 2,000 hotels, um, complimentary upgrades, uh, $100 credit on the room maybe a letter from the GM or a transfer to the airport, all these kind of like perks program that, you know, through booking through us and referencing your NFT, you have access to all this throughout. And our travel consultants will book everything for you. It's like, you know, it's just like that. And then, you know what, if you don't, if you want to just go on a budget and you don't want to, you know, you don't want to go for the perks program, we can price match anything online. So if you still want to book through First Aid Wives Club and, you know, we're going to have a point system in the new year, which is something I have to announce at a later time. Sorry about that. That's okay. Uh, so <laughs> you were right saying you had a, uh, you're going to start a point system in the new year? Yeah. So uh, that's something that we're going to announce um, in the new year where, um, yeah, when you're spending with us, that there will be a point system. And it's actually a little bit more exciting than that, but I have to wait until I can officially sort of get into that in, in end of Jan. But, um, you know, you can still, if you want to have that like very five-star travel consultant, you can still book through us and still get the price match of anything you find online, or you can take it through our perks program as well, which is what the rates are at the hotel. And then you get all these like amazing, you know, VIP kind of, um, little add-ons that make it, you know, just a nice experience. That's awesome. And you mentioned uh, the the membership, like a black Amex is say 2000 per year or something mm-hmm. with your NFT. It's just, you purchase the NFT and then do you have membership for life? Yeah. It's in perpetuity that we're extending this. And so with what we, um, with, as you know, with the NFT communities, um, you know, um, you have a sale and then, you know, what do you do after that for revenue, right? To be able to support these. Yeah. Members how are we going to do that for five years? Um, and we have a revenue share with the travel agents so okay. that we, you know, so whatever, anywhere you book, there's going to be an eight, like a travel agent receiving a fee and we have rev share with them. It doesn't cost the consumer any more money, but yeah. it does at least um, give the community a little bit more money. To keep- I love the transparency because I think that's an aspect that a lot of people don't think about if you don't just want to do a rug pull or build a NFT collection with utility, but like, how do you keep it going? I've seen, I've seen some and they're like, Oh, I'm going to do all these parties. And I'm like, they're paying a one-off fee. How is that going to be sustained? These things that you're doing. 
So you sort of have to like compartmentalize everything. And it's like, okay, well, if I'm going to be um, offering this travel program, somebody's going to have to be there, even though I've got all these travel consultants, um, you know, with partnership companies that me and my co-founder Farah are partners of. We have that already. So um, we, we may need a customer service person at, at FARC to yeah. filter to those guys or the concierge or the ticketing agents or whatever. So the company still needs to continue to raise, keep making money to have that high-end um, customer service. So we're doing that through these kind of services that aren't, the costs are not passed on to our community. They're already built into every existing travel booking you would ever make on the planet. We've just made it that we bring them a bunch of people and they give us a rev share so we can continue to manage and, and support what we're promising for our community. That's so smart. It also makes me wonder if in the future, I feel like right now all NFTs are like that one-time buy-in and then you're a member for life. I'm curious mm. if somehow they will work in like annual fees, like everything else in the world um, oh, yeah, and look, I'm coming like, down the line. Yeah, but look, a year ago, you could have built that roadmap based on knowing that you're going to get some huge royalties if you're successful. But like, it's also that that whole landscape has changed. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, um, you know, you've seen um, a lot of the floor prices, you know, they're not, they've become a bit more reasonable. Do you know what I mean? Before, yeah. I think they're a bit inflated, but... So you can't be counting on just your royalties. You have to have a system that each area of your roadmap that you're promising can be sustained independently. How have you managed those times of needing to pivot based on the market, the media? Um, oh my God. If you just what's going all, on. Yeah. I mean, what we've been through the bear market, we were going to launch before then. We didn't do that. And then, um, so that was that's been going on for a little bit, and then you know this FTX thing happened, which was, you know, pretty, pretty crazy. And we were thinking we'll do something at the end of the year, but you know, between that and Twitter having a bit of a heart attack, and everything just seemed not to be the right time. So we've pushed into the new year. You know, we've been very agile and stayed very um, flexible. Luckily, we can make quick decisions and stuff that best support the project. Um, I mean, the delay is okay, I feel, because every time we delay, we've got so much more development to tell people about. And yeah. you know, and, and knowing that we keep building our value proposition in such a tough market gives me a lot of strength that, you know, yes, it might be costing me a little bit more money to continue to develop and push out and push out. But at the end of the day, I feel more, um, I feel that we're going to be a lot more, um, you know, our foundation is going to be so strong when we launch, you know? Yeah. The more time to build, the better it will be. And mm. it's, it speaks volumes that you guys are continuing to build and doing it strategically where, you know, you might delay one thing or another, but you're still yeah. working on the overall Yeah, Yeah. We keep our, like, you know, we're just keeping community growth building. We're announcing more ambassadors. We're adding, you know, where we're in development with, you know, um, discussions on animation series so that we've got IP being built out there. We're in discussions for something that I'm telling you about next month, uh, which is going to be really huge. <laughs> um, but, you know, we're, we're really, um, we're, we're developing these partnerships and um, and just sort of, and, and the ambassadors will 
you'll start seeing them on holidays and stuff to showcase sort of what these perks programs looks like when 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 our people travel so we just keep going it just um there's no money coming in but it's all good like we're um we're surviving and you know we're making the most of it and um, we're excited about it all so i'm not sort of i feel like sometimes the universe is always looking after me from a timing perspective Absolutely. And it'll guide you when, mm-hmm. when it's time to pivot, you will know which way to go if you're yeah, paying attention. No, I, mean, so I, yeah, I, mean, I, I do. Yeah. I do look forward to that day when we, when we do go to market and sort of, you know, let everybody um, have the opportunity to, you know, see everything that we've done and make that decision to buy into our community. Cause it's um, yeah, it's definitely a lot of work and a lot of love and passion has gone into this project. So it's, um, yeah. It's exciting to start seeing people's reactions and oh yeah it it sounds incredible and i know one of the value props you mentioned was the metaverse i'm curious your your company that you started is women of the metaverse so why did you select metaverse of all the web3 terms that there are not like women of web3 or women of crypto or blockchain or nfts what does like that signify to you okay so women of the metaverse you my background is in entertainment a little bit of movie producing things like that and i just see the whole structure of web3 like the way they structure the smart contracts is like the same they structure a movie so like where you've got first rights you know like you've got these drop downs and then you've got royalties back end like that's like a back end in a movie and i was like this is the exact same contract um, but it's on a smart contract, like, but the structure is very similar to a movie deal, right? For all the yeah. investors and all the partners. And um, so I was like, Women of the Metaverse is like a movie studio setup, but for the future. So it's sort of like NFT projects, animation, maybe mixed media, building out worlds. It's kind of like a studio hub for all of those um, content creations and different things that we can make with content but for the web three the metaverse right so yeah i just think that the metaverse is kind of like our screen for where to show what all of the blockchain nft and everything else is going to like project that that is incredible and then your your background in movies and pr and having worked with the hollywood actors and high profile celebs that you have i read that um those are the people that you now want your nft holders to be able to network with and have access to um so kind of um making these people we see on screen more accessible is that something that is build out already or is that a future idea or plan of how to kind of change the entertainment industry for sure i mean look we're we're having like um you know just like high level discussions between a bunch of women in the business right now they're not web3 or they might be web3 but like you know they might be movie and we're trying to sort of like see how we can like merge more of these relationships together um as far as like bringing it to the community once you know once we get a little bit more advanced we want to be able to hold you know, um, community discussions with all of these people. You know, we want to be able to have a fast network. Like if somebody's looking for something, that our, our community's there to like make intros and, you know, from top down, like me yeah. and then the community chatting on, on the Twitter or on the Discord or whatever the space is that, you know, we, we're kind of like a club where it's I like love the first, that. you know, the movie First Wives Club? I've heard of it. I don't think I've oh. ever seen it, but it reminds me just kind of of like the ethos of Web3. Like when you're in this space, yeah, 
you just want to help connect people with other people. And I've heard of projects do uh, that, that sort of like grant or wish granting yeah, avenue yeah. where you yeah. pull together everyone's resources. And I think that's amazing. Yeah, and a lot of our ambassadors are these people. Like we've got the creator of Ozark. We've got Cindy Cowan, who's like been nominated four times for an Oscar as a movie producer. She's won wow. an Emmy. Um, like these people are all like, you know, happy to um, jump in and, and talk to our community. And as well, we're um, we're reserving 5% of our income for FARC and that's going towards women creators. So Amazing. if there's somebody who needs to finish a project or get one started or they need to get to a film festival to promote what they're doing, like we're going to have this little like bucket of money that we can help and we can find those projects through our community submission and, um, and put them in touch with the right people and fast track them a little bit and give them a little bit of money. Your community can... Um, can vote on who gets it and things like that. So, you know, I think it's sort of like a little, yeah, a cool little way to, um, you know, to um, give back, but also show how we can do that, you know, and, you know, maybe yeah. you're um, a community member and you're in uh, Paris and you need to get a shoot together. You can look to the First State Wives Club community and I'm sure that we can like, you know, as a community find all the things that you need for collaborations and, you know, we just want to draw in as many of those people to our community as possible. So it is rich in that network. The accessibility in that is great. Like just giving more people a chance to finish out or live out their dream in the entertainment industry or get their first foot in the door, whatever that might look like. It seems like that crowdsourcing mechanism is a really cool way to yeah like help your neighbor or your friend out yeah because I do that all the time I'm like oh you need to meet someone like that's just all these things that we offer are things that I've been doing in my real life without you know not for a job but just for friends and just yeah. by nature and so it's to your be PR able, brain <laughs> yeah and so to be able to like bring it all and like and then like be able to give it a platform to like influence others to do the same thing through through this ethos and through this community, it's like, well, I've done it. It's tried, it's tested, it works. It's the fastest way to like make things happen is through good quality referrals. And it's sort of also in this business as well, NFT and the movie business, you can come into a lot of people that might tell you things that not really true, you know? So it's, yeah. it's good to have a community of people that can sort of support you and give you the right advice and say, hey, like, this is the way to go over here. It's tried, it's tested by our community members, you know, and it's all um, it's all worked out before. Yeah, and being able to verify that. How does Fandomoto play into all of this? Does it play into all of this? I saw that's another thing you have your hand in, so I'm curious. Yeah, so Fandomoto is a, um, a boutique movie company that I've been consulting on movies with. So I'm a producer with that group and um, they're, um, they're, sort of, they're a separate company that I'm involved in, but they're also looking after all of our IP and um, mm. looking at you know all those entertainment deals that we're doing. So they're acting kind of like a company like that. And um, so with our animation and um, with um, there's a TV show that we're in you know, negotiation with, we can announce soon. Um, but there's all these little entertainment plays that we needed and entertainment agents, you know, a movie that's had our best interest for our IP at heart. So that can be filtered with all these different players in the entertainment business. I love that. 
Is there anything before we wrap up here and we'll get all of your socials for people to follow along, but are there any takeaways that you want to leave everyone with things that you might've learned big picture or like about yourself in the space or whatever you're most looking forward to or tidbits of advice on like where to start or what not to do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's so many things, isn't it? Like what, what to watch out for. I'm sure everyone's heard all of that right on your podcast, not to like be very security conscious, but look, I think the one thing that I'd say to people is if you haven't already and you're interested to be in this space, like do it right now, because one thing that I can say, the uh, the best thing that um, I feel privileged for is that I was early to this space. So I get to have conversations with people like you. I can make really great partnerships happen. I can filter out what's good and bad early days so that I can people can come to you and you'll always have a kind of a new career. You can create a new career in something that you really love and it's really fun. So I just think, you know, if you don't have the knowledge or you feel you don't have the knowledge, like nobody has the knowledge in our space, we're all like so young to it. So you're not far behind and, you know, you should just try it out and get into it because that's what, you know, women of the metaverse and I think your podcast in particular is to encourage women to get into new space and see what opportunity is out there. And, you know, it might seem scary, but it's, you know, it's never um, as scary as missing out. I love that. It's never as scary as missing out. That <laughs> is a great quote to end on. So everyone just go take your first step into whatever it is you want to do. Amanda, where can we follow you, women of the metaverse and I know you've been referencing it as Falk First Ape First, first Ape Wives yeah. Club for those who yeah, uh... first, yeah First Ape Wives Club is like what we're most focused on right now. But that's firstapewivesclub.io. Perfect. From there, you've got all the handles. But I think our Twitter's at First Ape Wives, Instagram's at First Ape Wives Club, um, and my personal Twitter is Amanda Rules with a Z. Yes, and she I'm, does. I can yeah. attest because <laughs> I'm so mature. I think I scratch it on everyone's books at school, but, um, but yeah. And, and my Instagram is Amanda Archer is me, but yeah, just if they go to the website, they'll find it on women of the metaverse.io is our, is our um, parent company. But yeah, we'll have more to show on that over the coming years. Amazing. And do you guys, just to clarify, did first Ape wives club mint or drop yet? Or is that no. still it's TBD? TBD, yeah. As I said, we keep delaying. So, um, yeah, that's we, what we, I we, thought. Yeah, yeah. We'll keep, keep your delaying. eyes out, everyone. But you know, we keep delaying, but for very good reasons, and Absolutely. it's like more value that keeps getting added and stuff. So, yeah, just follow the Twitter. Pretty much keeps everyone up to date on what's happening. But yeah, we hope um, Q1 is the time if we can like keep everyone, you know, moving forward and in the right direction. I think we. I think it's going to be a good year. I think so too. I feel yeah. that. So hop in now while you can, folks. Get ahead, as she said. Join us uh, as early as you can. Amanda, thank you so much for joining thank us today. We'll me. drop yeah, all yeah. of your links in the show notes. And uh, we look forward. We need to book season two with you, I feel like, already to hear about <laughs> everything you're working on. <laughs> That'd be great. I love it. Yeah, you're awesome. Thanks so much, Carly. Yeah.